Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. We are so happy to be back with you. (laughs) There, too. Yeah, I'd say. After a little hiatus because of life, we are rolling back into season. I don't know what season we're in, but we are almost to to episode 100. Yeah. We have to think of something really great to do for our 100th episode. Maybe we'll finally have our first guest. Oh, that would be nice. Yes. Yeah. But for today, so we've said it before, our songs are like our babies and like any proud parent. We love to talk about our kids. Swoon. We're swooning. Or we are. We're swooning. Uh, Unfortunately, we never have the time during our live performances to really get down to that nitty gritty and dissect these babies with you. And man, I wish we could the time. I really wish we had the time to do that, like while we perform. Well, that'd be a good storyteller type thing. Yeah, because every song we write. Let me try that again. Every song that we write has a story behind it, mm-hmm. right? Some are funny, some are painful, some some are cringy. Uh, but they're all attached to experiences, whether they're good or bad. Yep. Um, as songwriters, I believe it's our job to connect with you through our stories and experiences. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're, you know, as people listen to them, you know, they can relate. Yeah. A song mm-hmm. is like a three minute version of let me take you on a journey. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to make you feel all kinds of things. Perfect example. Um, I can't think of the artist, but the song about, you know, I was already there. Um. Or I was almost there. What's he saying? Like, so you love the song. It's about the guy who was like sleeping. And he was homeless. And oh, almost home. I was almost home. Yeah. So that, I mean, what did, you know, that's that song. It takes you on, on a journey. And so uh, today we want to talk about some of our songs with you. Um, we don't often talk about too often talk about our music career on no stage lights because there's no stage lights. Right. We're not supposed to be on the stage off the stage this is who we are when we're not on right i'm confused are we on or off (laughs) (laughs) no oh did you hear that weird vibrating it was my voice um no i'm glad you pointed it out this is who we are who you hear on this podcast when we are not on we have to be on a lot. Right. On stage. Yep. And on, on the stage. Got it. You don't, you're not following me, I don't think. Um, so we want to talk about our songs. That's that's where we're going with this. Um, Pick one. You want me just to do like a, I wish we had a sound effect for that. Let's talk about, let's talk about 21 Down. Okay. Okay. Um. A lot of people ask us, what does it mean? Um, and, you know, 21 Down is a song that we wrote together. 
we write everything together just mm-hmm. to get that out of the way uh about being 21 21 again and then going on like spring break type thing yeah so it's about it's about um guys i guess you know turning 21 they have 21 years down right like that's the idea i'm 21 down forever to go mm-hmm. you know experience you know 21 down. having a ball wait what's the lyric i'm 21 down many to go many to go yeah. so that's the idea like when you're 21 you you don't you have your whole life ahead of you mm-hmm. you you know you're invincible and that's what it's about is being reflecting back on that on turning 21 and um time of your life you know yeah you work hard yeah you're hanging with your buddies you know you still respect what your parents you kind of in that weird age where you're like all right they still know like you're starting to realize like oh maybe my mom and dad do know what they're talking about you know you kind of have had enough years away that you're like, okay, they've got it down. They've got it down. And so um, 21 down is a very, uh, it's a, it's a neat song because it's from a different perspective and we're older. I'm 44. Terry's 48. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. How Terry's going to be 58 in December and I just turned 44. I think I am already 58, aren't I? No. Think no, so. I, no, doesn't matter. Did you lose another year? Honey? I think so. Oh man, those are the best years at mm-hmm. birthdays. Surprise! You're you're younger than you thought. Um, Works for me. So, just so you know, all of these songs are available for download. You can listen to them um, for free. You can listen to these songs all for free, or you could download them into your uh, music library at riverroadtrio.com. Anywhere you can download music, you can download our stuff. Um, and we get three tenths of a cent. <laughs> we do. Yes. <laughs> Please help us buy half of a brownie. Um, all right. So 21 down. That's, that's fun. Um, I want to talk about, mm. let's talk about the ride. Okay. So we, we have a new song coming out, um, coming up here in a few weeks. We have a music video that we're going to be shooting and this podcast will publish before then. So if you are listening and you are local to our area, which means you're in the Chicagoland area or Southwest of there, and you would like to be a part of the special video, um, please email us. We have contact information all over this podcast. Get a hold of us. The ride is a song that I wrote actually on the guitar. I wrote the ride, the bones of the ride, uh, by myself. Um, it was a couple of years back. We were closed. We were, everything was shut down for COVID. We decided to juice every fruit and every vegetable that we could get our hands on, and we clogged, we clogged up the plumbing. Up the plumbing. I had to go rent a snake. And so Terry had awesome. to go to another town, another <clears throat> city, and rent... Um, like an auger snake thingy that went down into the plumbing. And while he was gone, I had an idea. So I picked up the guitar. I don't play a lot of guitar, but for this, I wrote the song, the whole thing. I didn't need help. I was very proud. Yeah. I wrote the whole thing. Um, lyric, lyrics and music. And, um, and I wrote it as a love song 
Um, but not your typical love song. So I wrote the ride as the way that I feel like you, Terry, love me. The way you show me love unconditionally and the way that you love me. You're very much a warrior for me. And I, and I, and I wanted to portray that in this song. And so that is what it was about. Well, we shelved it and we let a few other songs come before it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we decided it was time to breathe some life into it. We took it to the studio just a few short months ago. Um, and while we were recording it, Eric, uh, Nelson, our producer, brilliant producer, very much a part of our music, um, co-writes everything, everything with, us with us yeah. and produces and, um, just, he's just amazing. I mean, I can't say enough good things. We all realized that the song was bigger and I don't want to say just a love song, but it was bigger than just a love song, another love song. And it felt very much that it had a purpose and it felt very anthem -y, like it had an anthem feel to it. And we decided right then and there um, that this song does belong to the cancer community. So the cancer awareness, cancer fighters, uh, this song is for them. And that's what this music video will be about. We're bringing the community together. Our favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, coming together as one to support those who are fighting and those who have fought the ultimate battle and have gone on to rest now. So, um, and the families and friends and the people who love them and surround all of that. So October 16th, Shanahan, Illinois, if you want more information on how to be a part of this very, very special project, we'd be happy to have you. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be emotional. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be really special. I really want to use our music to touch lives. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. What I've always yeah. said, you know, fun songs are great. You know what I mean? It's fun to have fun songs, but I want people to feel something, not necessarily sadness. Sometimes I want people to feel like oh, I'm a badass. That adrenaline, yeah. Yeah, like this makes me, you know, happy or whatever, whatever the emotion is. Um, so that's that one. Uh, let's see. How about the picture? Mm -hmm. The picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about cringeworthy songs. Um, the picture is a song that I wrote pretty early on in my songwriting career. Mm. I think that I've grown so much as a songwriter over the years, even since we released our first album. Well, a lot of our music, it, it, I will give you that. And the other thing I think that has changed is we've, branched out into different directions. Not everything's about it. You know, the cheating husband or the, boy, right. you know, yeah. that, that's so cliche. Anymore. Right. And, you know, right. Digging a little deeper and getting, you know, being a little bit more creative. Correct. Yes. And just like when you learn how to cook, when you're, you know, younger and, and, you know, 
you're just learning and you've made like mac and cheese and hot dogs and stuff. And then when you're older and you've had a lot of experience, you know, you're like, I'm still making mac and cheese. <laughs> you're not making that anymore, hopefully, but you are. Uh, the Pitcher. So yeah, The Pitcher's a fun song. It's it's a really fun, upbeat song. Um, it is about feeling a competition between two people. And so I grew up in a small town. This song represents growing up in a small town, feeling competitive with maybe somebody else in your town and realizing that, you know, there's only so many people that can come out of that town as the superstar and wanting to, to be that one, wanting to be the one who's the superstar, but feeling shot down kind of at every turn. And so, uh, that's what the picture's about. Um, you know, life's the bat and I'm the ball and you're the pitcher. Like just, you just keep getting smacked mm-hmm. by <laughs> life, smacked by experience. Um, do we need to dive deeper into this one? No. It, it's, you know, it's a true story. Uh, it is about somebody that was a part of my life who isn't a professional athlete. However, they're not in baseball, but to keep it classy and we even put that line in there, you know, I'm not going to name name. I'm not going to name names because I'm too classy for that, but I'm going to write a freaking song about you. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, I, you asked for a lot of years if you, if I would write a song for you. And so that's, this is one of them, the picture. So that's fun. It's a fun one to perform. And it's what we open our Nashville shows with every time, which is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like a little, huh? Well, it's, it, I like it because it's upbeat. We know. open it, we open our Nashville shows with it, be, yes. Or our, I should say our original shows with it because it is upbeat and it's fun and it kind of gets the crowd going and it's mm-hmm. different than maybe something you're going to hear for the rest of the night. Um, but it does have, I think, I think what's so neat about, about music and music careers and songwriting is that there's so much intricacy. So like everybody has like a, you know, a lucky something or something that they keep with them or something that's sentimental or like, there's always something deeper. A Buckeye. Yeah. So like in our tip jar, we have a Buckeye and we have a green skull and we have a quarter and a $2 bill. And like, there's all these stories behind, there's always stories Mm -hmm. and same with songs. So, you know, the fact that we open up our shows with the pitcher, ironically, is kind of interesting because it's like, hmm, I'm saying like in that song, like there's there's only room for, you know, there's not enough room for two A-listers. There's only room for one. But here I am living my dream too. So it's kind of like a little fun, ironic nod. Um the picture. Let's see. We have, uh, you pick a couple more. Bruce and Borrowed. Uh, wait, no. Um, Bruce and Borrowed? Not, That's not even released. Yeah. Um, no. The Can we talk about that one? I love that song. Sure. We wrote Bru- Bruce and Borrowed was cut from our first album. We did not, it didn't make the. What do they say? It ended up on the cutting room floor. Yep. Um, 
Bruised and Borrowed is a song about addiction and cheating and alcoholism and all of the things that are very real in people's relationships. Right. Um, it's not a male or female. It is just generally somebody saying, I know I've screwed up again. I know it. I can feel it. I'm laying next to you. You're not speaking to me. I can tell something's really, really wrong. You have to trust me that I'm trying. I'm just broken, broken. Mm -hmm. I'm bruised. I'm a soul that's been bruised and borrowed. And it really is something we should revisit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a song that if you were at our album concert in 2015, 17, I can't even remember the year. I think it was 17. Then you heard that one, but it did not make it to the album or nor has it been released as a single. Um, same as the song, The Wind. We did cut the wind. <laughs> okay. All right. I got it. <laughs> Actually, that would be Break the Wind, but anyway. It's close enough for me. We did release a song called The Wind, and it was a lot of people loved it for a lot of years until we released our album, and it kind of you know, went to the wayside. That was early in the writing. Again, I think that one. It I, still I, could be just. I, I got, you know, yeah. I, it, yeah. It, it is about mourning the loss of someone very close, specifically a spouse. It just needs some, some love. It needs some tweaking. I, I, I yeah. think the bones are there. I think it just needs. The wind is about losing somebody walking through those first days, weeks, months, years, experience, experiencing the firsts and knowing that that person who's passed on is still around you, all around you, like the wind. You can feel them. Um, deep. Uh, I think it should be, re- I think we should totally revisit that one. Um, I wrote that about my friend Jason Clearwater, who died unexpectedly, and a classmate of mine, and just a sweet, sweet dude, sweet guy. Um, he had an accident and passed away, and not much longer after that, I wrote that song, "The Wind." We wrote mm. it. So, um, let's talk about hmm. Guitar playing man. Yeah, guitar playing man. Another song that's not been released yet. Yeah, we got all the cutting room. So guitar oh. playing man. Um lyrically, another song that I wrote, Terry wrote the music. Um I wrote Guitar Playing Man about Terry's life and his life as a musician, his life with um his dad who taught him how to play guitar. And it's about his experience, you know, all of his experiences on the road and in bands and feeling on top of the world. And then, you know, in this industry, at some point in your day, if you're playing a show, 
all eyes are on you and everybody's clapping for you and everybody's paying attention to what you're saying and they're hanging on every word. And then you step off the stage and you get in your car and you hope to God it starts and that it has gas and that you have enough money to put in the gas tank. And reality is like, bam, 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 smack, 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 punch, punch, punch. The old saying is you're, you've got a $50 car (laughs) to go play a, you know, $50 gig with $5,000 worth of gear. It's true. (laughs) And so guitar playing man is about like the trials and tribulations and the emotional roller coaster of being a musician. Um, but really knowing that your choice was you can either go off to school or, you know, you can, the lyric is you can, you know, work in the city. Um, or you can strap on the Gibson yeah, and pick it real pretty. And that's what you picked. That's what you chose. And so, ta-da, you got me from that. (laughs) Congratulations. Congratulations. Guitar Playing Man is one of my favorite, favorite songs. It portrays Terry's life very well, I think. Um, there's another song that we have that's not released yet that you wrote. Kind of your first real song that you wrote and finished. That I did lyrics to, yeah. And the music. I didn't write, well, right, the, I didn't right, write the music. I, yeah. Um, called No One Else to Blame. And that, again, is about picking choosing the life of the, as a career musician and what that really looks like, what that really looks like, not what what Hollywood portrait, not what that MTV makes it look like, (laughs) not what, yeah. Uh, so I think we'll do an episode two on this because we're out of time and we have way more songs to talk about. So let's roll right into the next, um, episode and I'm going to sign out before we get cut off. My name is Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. Thank you for listening to No Stage Lights. Bye.